This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. And you're listening to That's the Ticket. Now, I'm very pleased to have some good geezers on the show today. <laughs> That's right, I've got two cast members from Hamilton Playbox's upcoming production of Geezers uh, joining me in the studio today. I, I swear I wasn't just being rude. Um, <laughs> but kia ora to Julia and Clive. Hi, guys. Hi. Hi. Nice to see you. Oh, how how are we doing today? We're feeling good. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah. 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 bit of the cold, but yeah. yeah. Okay, fine. I, yeah, I do want to shout out to Julia who is um, wearing a mask in studio because I, I'm I'm always happy to uh, plug a bit of um, we're still in orange light setting. Be safe. Social distance. Wear masks, especially when going to the theatre. Yeah. Um, I'll be wearing a mask at geezers. Uh, mainly just because if I get anywhere near the front row, I feel like I have enough off-putting face for you on stage. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I mean, you guys are probably going to be a bit too preoccupied doing what you're doing to look out to see if I'm there, but, you know. I know, oh, we'll oh, wave. You'll well, wave yeah. during the show? Yeah. Sure, oh, why not? not through the curtain. <laughs> oh. um, but I guess, oh, where do I start with you two? I'll start with the show, then we can get into you two, mm. I think. Sure. So, um, geezers, kind of just, first thing I want to ask, what is it? Do you want to talk, Kyle? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll give it a I mean, Geezers is a show about a retirement home um, and a young uh, male, very naive and un, an immature nursing assistant who comes in to get a job and things sort of turn out that he actually develops a lot um, from his interactions with the with the geezers, with with two or three of them, and they tell him their life story, and the show is really about uh, getting getting their stories out and the way the playwright chooses to do that, and he ends up being a lot wiser than he was when he started, I guess. Yeah. So, oh. are you playing the young man, Clive? <laughs> <laughs> no. I, do you really want to know what I'm playing? Yeah. Okay, I'll t- I must tell you what I'm playing. I'm playing. It, it's the it's the the, the it's the the uh, the part of my life, it's the one that I, it's the, the, the character I, I've been waiting to play all my life. Okay. And that is he's, he's, uh, he's retired and he spends all of his, um, all of his waking hours sleeping in a recliner. <laughs> um, okay. So I'm one of the old, I'm one of the old residents. There, there must be a bit of a stretch for those of you who can't see Clive. Doesn't look a day over twenty six. I tell you, <laughs> um, that's a little inside joke for uh, the vast majority of Hamilton who have had the pleasure of hanging out with Clive. <laughs> um, I guess that, that brings me to you, Julia, because surely you're not you're not old enough to be a geezer. No, surely not. No, I'm definitely not one of the geezers. I'm. Um, <laughs> Although I probably could be. Um, I'm a nurse practitioner who's kind of in charge of the retirement home and I oversee the geezers. I love my work there. I take it really seriously and 
I take Jack, who's the young guy, um, under my wing and um, help him to grow as well, help him to build some confidence to talk to these people because initially he can't, he is terrified about talking. He's come from a background of having a um, mum who's deaf, so he's lived in a really silent home, so it's really hard for him to get out of his shell. So, yeah, just helping him to grow as a person, really. I will say this actually, I know you shouldn't judge a show by its cover or its name, <laughs> but this sounds lovely. I wasn't expecting okay. it. <laughs> I mean, really? with, the, with, with a show called Geezers, I was just expecting yeah. a lot of people kind of taking the mickey no. for oh, a couple no, of hours, it, but this sounds lovely. It's, it is a great play. It really is. I think we're all really, I mean, not just enjoying it, but admiring of it. It really is. It's a, it, it's a wonderful, well-written, meaningful, it, it's, it's a great play, truly. Um, going through this at the moment with my parents, it, it is a, um, it's a, just a beautiful reminder that people who are elderly are still people and they all have their own stories. And um, I think this play kind of addresses their backstories really of when they were younger and what's led them to coming to this retirement village that they all have, li- uh, to quote some of my lines, they've all lived, they've all loved, they've all lost. And... Um, yeah, it's it's a beautiful story. It's funny, and it's um, emotional. Yeah, I was going to say, I, is it like funny, but it'll kick yeah. in the gut, uh, well, kick yes. in the guts in Act Two. I said yeah, Act Two. I had a little tear the other day rehearsing. Um, That's yeah, in a myself. positive way. Um, I I cried because it was just so emotional and so beautiful. Um, okay. Yeah, the words were. It just got my heart. So um, yeah. That was Clive's phone for everyone listening. Sorry about that. Love that, Clive. Thank you. Yeah. So don't be fooled into thinking it's just about old people sitting in a home telling jokes or being... No, uh, no it's beautiful. It's, it's a really interesting story. And, and the other thing I would, I would add to that is that the, the, um, Julia mentioned the, the backstories, the stories of these three characters, and they're all disclosed by um, a young actor coming in and playing the young version of the old geezer. Um, so it's very much done in, the, in a sort of real... T- I can say real time, that's probably just what it isn't, but you see these people as young people telling their stories. Oh, and and nice. I would have to say, I think the three young actors that mm. we've got are absolutely stunning. So, yeah. They've worked really hard to mesh with their older person, so they've worked really hard to get the same, because it's an American play, obviously, mm. we're an American, so they've worked really hard to have the same mannerisms, the same accents, the same everything as their older counterpart, and I think it comes off really well. I mean, that right. is quite nice to hear, like, intergenerational mm. theatre on mm. a community level, because it, it's not very often that, you know, you're... You've got two actors playing the same person mm, with mm. such a kind of vast age difference in between. I just think that's... I keep saying it's very lovely, but it honestly, mm, it, it really it does sound lovely. Mm, and I, I'm quite intrigued, um, you know, to say the least, just by the the great summary that you guys have given. Mm. Like, if I mm. wasn't already sold, <laughs> you, you know, then, then you've done a good job <laughs> so far, in my um, humble opinion. Oh, but, great. Um, Geezers is running at uh, Rivley Theatre. It's being put on by uh, Hamilton Playbox. Yep. Uh, it's hitting the stage on the 20th of August, so the end of this week. That's right, Saturday night. 
Okay, no pressure. No pressure. No. <laughs> and uh, it's running till the 3rd of September. Tickets right. are available now via iTicket. $20 all ages, which I love. Which, which is an is amazing yeah, price. $20 yeah. for a ticket to, to have such joy. Really? Yeah. And um, I've, I've just realised I made an error in my notes, but you might be able to tell me. Um, start time for the show? Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Except on the on the Sunday, there's a two o'clock matinee. Okay, yeah. I love it. But all the matinee. evening ones are eight o'clock. Okay. So that's the twenty first as a matinee um, at yeah. two. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so you got? Have you got an evening? No, you've just got a matinee on that yeah. Sunday. Yeah, on that on yeah. that Sunday. Like, yeah. You don't yeah. want to double time it. Think of the geezers. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I want to say that's my last joke about that, but I can't oh, make any promises. <laughs> Clive's like, I'm ready. <laughs> um, Make a joke, I dare you. Um, okay, so you guys mentioned, um, you know, that you've got younger actors playing past versions of the geezers. Who's playing you, Clive? Good heavens, I don't even... Glenn know. Matthews. Glenn, thank you, yeah. thank you. I, I don't even... I just call him dear. <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. <laughs> he's, this, he's just a mirror of Clive as a younger man. Just great. He's got Easy. all his mannerisms. He's, he's got the Cliveisms. He has got the Cliveisms, <laughs> yes. Okay. All right. And I was about to say who's playing the younger version of you, but you're not a geezer. No. So the younger version gonna... of me would be probably a baby and they wouldn't have got those in our show. Not yet. No. Um, the sequel I hear is going right <laughs> back. Yeah. No. Okay. And I do want to name drop uh, someone who I'm aware is involved in the show. Kind of my podcasting nemesis. No, I kid. Um, the lovely Mike Williams, co-host mm. of Backstage, another arts podcast on Free FM. Highly recommend um, you listeners out there giving that one a hoon. I listen every week. I'm their biggest fan. They think it's John O'Freeban, but it's actually me. <laughs> but um, Mike Williams is your guy's director. He mm. is indeed, mm. and doing a stellar job. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, every week for the last. Oh, at least a month, probably more. He's been, you know, talking about geezers mm. on backstage, and I'm like, oh well, I'm going to have to go and see it. Now I've got you guys here talking to me about it, and I'm like, well, if I wasn't already going to see yeah. it, but um, I feel like he's been loving it, and I, and I hear that he's actually got a bit of a relationship with the original playwright, or that he's he's talked to the playwright. He certainly or something. he certainly yeah. has made that connection, and does have a sort of working relationship with Tony. With um, Tommy Lee Johnston, yes, he, yes, he does. Which and, doesn't and happen every day. Tommy <laughs> has been commenting on the Playbox page about how excited he is about Mike bringing the show. He knows it's in good hands, and he's really excited to hear how yeah. it goes. Yeah. Oh, no, again, no pressure yeah. for you guys. <laughs> no, no. no, no. <laughs> but I mean, at least I assume Tommy's not based in New Zealand. Is he based in? The, I he's probably states. Be, I would yeah, say. States, yeah. I would states, say. Yeah. yeah. And actually, I just want to circle back. So you mentioned accents. So you got, are you guys all doing American accents? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. How's that been? Because you're. I mean, Clive, you've just got magic Clive voice. <laughs> and then Julia, obviously, you're quite Kiwi. Yeah. Um, we've we've worked on it. We had a a young gentleman um, attend rehearsals a couple of weeks ago who is from America, and he sat there and took notes on our different accents and gave us some feedback on that. So that was really. Um, I can't remember his name. I'm sorry. Um, but he was very helpful about mm. particularly. Particularly meshing 
the younger with the older, mm. um, making them sound the same because we can come from all different parts of America. It yeah. doesn't matter about that, but um, they just need to sound the same. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I think I think that's important. I I, I have found um, whether I do it well or not, I don't know. But um, I'll be I the found judge it, of that. I find <laughs> it, found it quite easy to get into the into the American accent, and and, and I think it certainly. I think it works. I think mm. that we've yeah we've got it there. I think. Mm. And and does it has does it help with kind of that stepping into the role, you know? Because it's it's less of feeling like like yourself and feeling like the character you're portray, portraying, you mm. know? Because you've got the costume, you've got the different voice. Um, I think that the characters are written as Americans, so mm. um, that's it, it has to be done in American because yeah. I guess some of the the things that we say are probably American compared to Kiwi. Fair yeah. call, actually. Yeah. Maybe I'll write a letter. I won't. Imagine that. <laughs> Imagine if I came and saw the show, got you guys back in and be like, okay, here is my unfamiliar text. Yeah. Oh, no, it's not that bad. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, okay. And now, it wouldn't be that's the ticket if I didn't um, play some music and especially play some music that was on theme. And I've, I've tried, and it's pretty cheesy. But I feel like... You know, I need to play songs about age, songs about ageing, stuff like that. And I feel like this one's quite fitting. I've got Forever Young. <laughs> it's I know. It's actually a bop. It's not the original Bob Dylan version. It's the Rod Stewart version because I think it's mm. slightly better. It's like a bit it. more upbeat. Yep. Um, so we'll break for that. And then um, I'm going to get some more gossip from these geezers. Kia ora. <laughs> i 
was Forever Young, uh, the Rod Stewart version. Uh, you're listening to Free FM in 89.0, Independent Community Mania, uh, with your host, Hannah Mooney, uh, who will remain forever young. No, not at all. <laughs> but uh, I've got some good geezers uh, in the studio with me today. Uh, Julia Turner and Clive Landon. Lambden, sorry, Clive, right. just stuttered um, the storm out of your name. But uh, from uh, uh, Playbox, Playbox's upcoming uh, production of Geezers at Rivoli, opening at the end of this week on the 20th of August. And uh, during that song break, we were talking about how this isn't actually the original um, kind of opening night date for Geezers, is it, Julia? No, it was supposed to open um, back in March, on the 26th of March, but... Obviously, around that time, COVID hit, as it has with so many productions around New Zealand and around the world. Um, some of our characters got COVID, so um, we decided to postpone it, luckily, and not cancel it. And um, we're back with a vengeance. Back with a vengeance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's been a long time coming, so it'll probably be good. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Did you guys... Obviously, you were meant to go on stage in March. New Zealand got put into red, so yeah. it wasn't viable. Did you guys have a break in rehearsals, or were you just, yeah? Oh, yeah, longish, longish break. I mean, we started again, what, six weeks ago? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So when, I'm just trying to, I'm doing like lockdown maths and stuff, yeah. but I'm just yeah. trying to figure out how, how far away from the original opening night were you guys when you had to stop? Um, not very long, only about three weeks. Eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah, only yeah. about three weeks. Yeah. Um, but it was the right choice to make. Well, yeah. Um, our lead lead guy had COVID, so um, it wasn't actually viable. Yeah, yeah, that'll Since do he's it. in every scene and in <laughs> every part of the show. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, well worth the wait. It sounds, yep. and um, I believe that if you have purchased tickets to the original season, they're still valid for mm. this season. Yeah. yeah. Which Definitely. is lovely. Yeah. That's what we want. Um, which is why I always say, even in uncertain kind of COVID-y times, it's always good to book in advance, guys. So if you're listening to uh, this right now and you're like, geezers, that sounds fun and interesting, then why not visit um, iTicket and uh, book your tickets right now? Mm. Yeah. You just, not if you're driving, but um, <laughs> <laughs> if you're kind of in a stationary zone with an internet-connected device, that's uh, my recommendation for you guys uh, today. But um, now I'm going to turn back to some other guys, uh, the guys in the studio with me. Uh, Julia and Clive, I do like to ask guests, especially first-time guests, and uh, this is your first time on That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney. Yep. Potentially your last, depending on how well I do today. But um, I do like to ask my guests kind of about themselves and about their creative history because, like, I know who you guys are and what you've done. But I can't expect everyone to have the vast knowledge that I do of, of um, local performers. No, I'm kidding. But um, if anyone's up to giving a brief kind of creative history, I'd love it. Uh, okay. I spent the first half of my working life as a chartered accountant. That uh, sounds thrilling, Clive. <laughs> um, I've always been into music. That has been my... If, I don't think it's very creative as such, more interpretive but that's been that's been that outlet um then i got into teaching and uh i did a one or two plays then and then i retired and went back to university um to do a sort of graduate diploma and got into theater studies 
papers with Gay Paul and John Davies um, and from there into plays at the university and then plays with, with Gay in Carving in Ice uh, and it really just went from there and, and for a number of years I was doing about sort of three three not necessarily major parts but major plays every year something like that so my theatrical creativity if you want to use that term has really only happened in the last 12 or 15 years something like that yeah wow i wouldn't have expected that clive no <laughs> see and that, there was me waxing lyrical being like i know clive i know where he's been i know what he's done but no. that's incredible yeah mm. yeah okay julia you have to follow that <laughs> okay um so i'm originally from dunedin and i started musical theater there when i was 10 and um kept going there until i moved up to hamilton in about 1990 and I'm a teacher and I moved up to a school here and I asked everybody, you know, where's the place that I should go that would embrace me and help me make friends? And they all said Riverley Theatre. So um, that's where I kind of ended up. And um, over the years, I've done screeds of musicals there um, and a few plays. I've done um, Midsummer Night's Dream and um, Social Climbers at Full Play Box. Oh, yes. um, Yeah, so now... um, I don't do so much musical theatre. I've lost the ability to sing as much. I've got reflux. And um, so I'm getting more into my plays and I'm also heading in a directing kind of frame. I've directed about four or five um, uh, musicals for um, HMT, um, Hamilton Musical Theatre, and my passion is with youth theatre. So I um, really love directing teenagers and helping them embrace the love of musical theatre that I have. Yeah. I didn't realise you're from Dunedin. Didn't you? <laughs> no. I, well, you know, it's it's good that I'm learning. I'm yeah, living, right. I'm laughing, I'm loving and I'm learning. Yeah. And um, I, I'd forgotten you are in Social Climbers. Yeah, I was Maxine. Yeah. Um, playing a similar character actually in that I think Maxine, I ended up drunk for half of the show. <laughs> and in this show, um, I do have a little problem with alcohol. So, um, yeah. Okay. Bit of a theme. And yeah. <laughs> um, can I quickly ask, though, Midsummer Night's Dream, who did you play? Helena. Oh, yep. Yeah. My legs are longer, though, to <laughs> run away. <laughs> with um, Charlotte Isaac. Oh, nice. He was Hermia. Yeah. Oh, what a combo. Yeah. Okay, I vibe that. I support it, even though it's happened, so my <laughs> validation means nothing. Yeah. Okay, and um, you have been doing a lot of directing lately. I have been. Has it been nice to kind of be doing some more acting? Yeah, I love I love being on stage. I mean, you never get that out of your bones, even if you want to go more into backstage or doing the directing thing. Um, it's like riding a bike, really. It's like, here I am, this is what I actually love to do. Um, and I've really enjoyed being a part of this production. It's, it's a great, such a talented group of people that all amazing um, in their own capacity and Mike has blown me away as a director he's he's done a really stellar job I mean I am really looking forward to seeing the show Mm. and to see what Mike has done I mean you guys are also Mm. doing the hard work (laughs) like when you're great I'm not going to be like oh they couldn't have been great without Mike but I'm sure like because you know he's been looking forward to this one Mm. yeah um, based on you know what I've heard from uh, him on backstage and the limited amount of chats we've had, because yeah. Julie was asking me in that first song break, she's like, 
oh, you've probably all heard all of this from Mike. And I'm like, well, no, I like to keep the mystery alive <laughs> yes, for, yes. A lo- for as long as possible. And actually, Clive, I just want to circle back. So obviously, you know, you've been living your best creative life for the past 12 to 15 years. Right. Have you ever um, directed or done anything like that? No, and funnily enough, although I can't deny that every so often I get the feeling going, I'd love to do it. I, I truly don't think I'm. I don't think I'm a creative enough person to do that. I I see myself as interpretive rather mm. than creative. And I mean, I watch I watch Mike, and as I've watched other directors, spotting opportunities to to add this, to bring that to life, to colour that. And I know that I just don't. I don't have that streak in me. So no, I'm not. I'm not a potential director okay. struggling to get out. That could, no. that could have been like a, a really hot that's the ticket exclusive. That's right. <laughs> but, you know, oh well. And um, Julia, I don't... Actually, I'm going to save this one for the end of the show because okay. I was going to ask about upcoming projects but yep. I don't know if you're allowed to talk about I don't know them. if I'm allowed to talk... Just I, You can say that I do have a show that I'm directing next year for <laughs> HMT okay. and hold that thought. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> Everyone try and guess. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. But uh, I'm going to break for another song and it's an important uh, segment that I have on the show. And I just like to explain it for people who aren't uh, familiar with the segment. Basically, I have an Uncle Rick. Um, He's a big listener of music, big listener of radio. And when he found out that I was getting my show, That's the Ticket, he's like, cool, Hannah, I'm going to give you a list, and every week you can play Rick's Pick. And uh, every week I have, and it's it's quite a good list. We're on the second list. Uh, The first one was three double-sided A5. And now the second one is four double-sided A4. <laughs> so, and it's quite good because he's given me a solid um, variety, which means I can still manage to do my magical, this song is on theme. Sometimes it's a bit looser, looser than other times with the themes. But I feel like this one's fitting. Uh, it's a Jethro Tull track, oh. Living in the Past. <laughs> right. Perfect. Oh, I'm glad you guys are like laughing and smiling about <laughs> it because otherwise I'm like, this is going to go one way or another way. But uh, here's Living in the Past.
That was this week's Rick's pick, Jethro Tull, Living in the Past, which is fitting because we're talking about uh, Tommy Lee Johnston's upcoming, well, Playbox, <laughs> Playbox's upcoming production of Tommy Lee Johnston's Geezers. I've got Clive and Julia from the show joining me on That's the Ticket today. Um, it's been pretty solid chat. Don't know why I decided to rate the chat, but here we are. <laughs> um, but no, living in the past, fitting, because as Clive said uh, during his kind of brief summary of the show, that we've got flashbacks. Would we call them flashbacks? Right, yeah. Where mm. you have younger actors portraying the same characters as, as yep. the older actors, like Clive. Mm. There is a younger Clive, uh, played by Glenn Matthews. And, um, yeah, you've got a wealth of other kind of familiar faces taking the stage. Julia was saying off air that uh, Lorna Ashton, mm. um, who's been on the Hamilton Theatre scene since I was born, mm. um, is taking the stage in this, which is awesome. She is, yeah. She's take, she's plays the part of Emily, and um, she is one of the characters at the um, retirement home. She has dementia, and she's also a feisty, <laughs> funny um, character. So, um, she, yeah, she provides some of the more memorable lines in the show. I can imagine. <laughs> and... <laughs> No, I'm just imagining, and that is making me laugh. <laughs> but no, and on on the topic of Lorna, the reason Lorna came up is because uh, I want to ask again about upcoming projects. And you've got one, I believe it's auditions coming up for a. They've had the auditions. Had the they auditions. had the auditions on Sunday. Um, okay. Playbox's next show is Twas the Fight Before Christmas, and that's coming on on the fifteenth of October, and that's directed by Lorna. Jeez, she doesn't take a break. No, she really doesn't. None of you seem to take a break. <laughs> well, you, if you love it, it's not hard work. Um, yeah, when when you put it like that, um, hashtag me every week with that's the ticket. That's uh, right. <laughs> no, although I feel like mine's less hard work because I don't have to like memorize lines or blocking or, mm. you know, anything like that. I just talk. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I feel like I've got the better deal. Um, but, okay, so Playbox is putting on that one. Yep, yep, Twas the Fight Before Christmas. And then after that, um, at Rivoli Theatre as well, we've got Saturday Night Fever coming up, which is on the 19th of November, which should be amazing. And that is also directed by Mike. That's a good one to bring up as well. Yeah. Again, Mike doesn't seem to be keen for a break. No. no. I feel like that's his first musical as well. Directing? Yeah. Definitely not being in. No, no, he's, he's been in heaps. <laughs> yeah. But I actually feel like the first show I ever did with Mike, I was backstage crew for Hamilton Operatic Society's uh, 2016 production of Rocky Horror. Yeah, he was the narrator. He was the narrator and really? I was backstage. Mm. Yeah, I think that's the first time I was like knowingly worked with yeah. Mike. Oh no, Adam's family, I lie. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm excited um, for him to do that one. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's a good, if you're going to start directing um, musicals, Reveille Christmas Show is the perfect way to start. Oh, it's so much yeah. fun, eh? So much fun. And this year you can go for dinner shows on the Saturday nights and then you can go for show onlys on the Thursday and Friday. So um, you can choose and, and 
So you have cheaper tickets if you just go for the show only. That is the ticket indeed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had to fit in that. I situated that. <laughs> that was a beautiful segue. <laughs> yeah. I've said it before, but you're welcome back. Um, <laughs> Clive, not sure yet, but no. <laughs> Clive, have you got anything else on the books? No, not 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 theatrical. Um, I actually sort of felt that I retired from the theatre about a year or so ago. He says uh, weeks out from the play opening. <laughs> um, but since then, well, between sort of then and now, I've done a fair bit of sort of play reading and organising it and, and being involved in that sort of thing. Um, so I'd like to go on doing that. Um, I, I, I've never done any staged readings, but I, that's something I'd like to do. Um but no, this was really a return to the stage for me on the basis that uh, I spent a lot of time on stage and didn't have to learn many lines. And it just seemed to be the part that I'd been waiting for all my life. Um, uh, my, these days, my, my sort of... Um, uh, that those sort of active creative, for want of a better word, uh, activities are more musical. Um, I've, I've conducted various choirs over the last... Ooh number of years and I'm just in the process of sort of starting another one um just a small eight eight voice group um so that sort of thing uh that yeah that's where I'm I will be more active in the future yes yeah he sings he acts he does it all guys <laughs> I remember the first time I met you Clive and I don't think I actually even met you I saw you was when you were in a music video oh is that right <laughs> with right. Amelia and Jono yeah, go on. Oh, yeah. I know the one you're referring to, yeah. actually. Um, yeah, Amelia and Jono are choreographing. Oh, Amelia's choreographing and Jono's MD for Saturday Night. They Game are indeed, well. yeah. It all circles back, guys. Yeah, that's right. It all yeah. circles back to Mike Williams. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, on, on Mike Williams, uh, we have touched on it briefly, but um, obviously we're only days away from opening. Yep. And so in regards to rehearsal... I know this is kind of a, a difficult question to ask, but I'm going to ask it anyway because I'm cheeky. But um, do are you guys getting to that point where you're ready to get the show in front of some people? I think so, pretty much. Yes, yeah. yes, I do. Yeah. yeah, I do. Definitely, it, it's a um, it's a difficult show, and that it's got to seem like a real environment where people are talking over the top of each other and. Yeah. Um, yeah the dialogue's got to come really speedy so it's taken us quite a while to get that We've, um, these guys have recorded their dialogue so that they can practice that with the other people um, but now I think that we've got that kind of flow where they can talk like real people in a retirement yeah, phase yeah, yeah. that have known each other for years and years and years which is the hardest thing to replicate mm. when it's like pretend because yeah. like when it's lines you'll literally have like half of a line and someone's meant to cut you off mm. and so if they don't cut you off you're like I don't have anything left <laughs> to say right. on this piece of paper <laughs> yeah but I mean hey it's it's good to hear that you guys are getting there and well that you are there and um, just circling back to, you mentioned that recording stuff so you can practice. Yep. My dad swears by that. Mm. Right. Um, but, you know, when he was when he does shows, he always records his cue lines and stuff, yep. and then he will walk around in circles on the back lawn of my parents' house talking mm. um, loudly at all times of the day. Yeah. And my mum's mm. always like, the neighbours are winning. <laughs> no, but um, it gets the job done. Uh, well, there's definitely a mess of lines in, in the show. Um, that has been the challenge that there are large chunks of dialogue yeah. for each character, every character yeah. um, because when you're talking about your life obviously you like to talk yeah. <laughs> about your life yeah, yeah. Um, hashtag me on that's the ticket constantly <laughs> 
And uh, especially, you know, because it's a play, it's not like you can have a break, really. No. It's not even no. like radio where I can break for a cheeky song or anything <laughs> like that. Well, most of us can break, but Jonty can't. He's the lead um, person who's playing Jack, and he's basically on stage the whole show. This is um, Jaunty Climo, who I caught in Blood Brothers, and um, I actually had a really good episode of Backstage uh, with Mike Williams and Mal Martin Booker, uh, talking to him, because he's a relatively new kid on the block. He is, yeah. He's come over from Tauranga, I think. Yeah, Yeah, and now we've got him for life. No. (laughs) (laughs) He's never leaving. He's never leaving. Um, But actually, on the topic of leaving, uh, you too, Mike, because we've reached the end (laughs) of the show. That not my best segue. I'm terribly <laughs> sorry, but I, I do want to be a bit sneaky with a surprise question, and I'm gonna nick this one from backstage with Mel and Mike because they ask this people this question often, and I know what Clive's gonna pick, but I don't know what Julie's gonna pick, which is why I want to ask it. But they ask people um, musicals or plays, and I feel like Clive, you'll pick plays. Yeah, I will, despite yeah. the fact that I'm very probably. More yeah. of a musician than an actor, yeah. But yeah, I I would go for for straight plays. I suppose it's the sort. Of, I mean, it's interesting that you predicted that's what I was going to say. I'm I'm probably a bit old to do musicals, to particularly the sort of musicals that people want to see. Yeah, to, you know, Pirates of Penzance, <laughs> possibility, but. Um, no, not so much. No, the reason mm. I picked that is because of you talking about how you got into theatre and what mm. you've been doing lately. Mm. That's how I kind of guessed that. I mean, I'm sure I could have sold why I picked it, even if I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, that's my reasoning. And Julia, I'm really interested to see what you'll yeah. pick. Um, given that I'm on the committee of HMT and that my history is musical theatre, I would always have to say musical theatre. Um listening to soundtracks, singing at the top of my voice. I, I couldn't say anything else with both of my children heavily involved in musicals. So, um, yeah, always musical theatre. But I love plays as well. Actually, and on that note, I've just realised, um, this weekend, thirteen a film adaption yeah. of 13 the Musical dropped on Netflix. I haven't watched it. Have you watched it yet? Um, I came home from rehearsals on Sunday, and my son Jack, that was in 13 when I directed it, was sitting on the couch with a whole bunch of his friends, some who were also in 13, and yeah. they had just finished watching it. So I got the whole synopsis and the whole... Um, critique of it um, completely different in lots of ways to the stage show. Okay. Well, I still feel like you'll have to watch it. I definitely will be watching it, but yeah, I don't think it has the same same feels as the 13 that we did at Rivoli. I mean, and you can't beat live to be honest. 100%. No matter how hard you try. Yeah. Um, But thank you so much for joining me on the show today, guys. It's been really great to kind of get the inside goss on geezers and just have a jolly good catch-up, I think. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Thank you for having us. Absolutely, yeah. Anytime. We look forward to you seeing our show. I know. I'm looking forward to catching you after Curtain. I'll be there with Bowser. (laughs) But um, I'm going to play you out with a uh, song that I, again, think is on theme and... It's only on theme based on the blurb of the show that I saw on iTicket, which is something about um, learning to live and learning to fly. Mm. And so I'm going to play Learn to Fly by the Food Fighters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. Go for it. Take 
that was Learn to Fly uh, by the Foo Fighters. A uh, bit of a classic and a fitting uh, song to play when today's episode of That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney, a.k.a. me, has been uh, covering Playbox's upcoming uh, production of Geezers, uh, f- directed by Mike Williams, friend of the show, and uh, Julia... And Clive, my guests, uh, who were just here, feature in it. Um, Big thanks again to Clive and Julia for uh, popping in for a chat today. Really appreciate it. And I feel like I've uh, learned some things about Clive and Julia that I never knew. And um, about geezers. Again, as I said uh, near the top of the show, with a a title like that, um, I thought it was just going to be kind of a laugh but it sounds like a a truly lovely piece of theatre and I'm really looking forward uh, to catching the show uh, which is uh, opening at the end of this week on uh, the 20th of August Saturday the 20th of August and running until the 3rd of September tickets are available now uh, on iTicket and are $20 all ages so one flat price price Uh, 8pm shows plus a 2pm matinee on Sunday the 21st of August. Um, Get amongst it. I'll be there uh, with bells on, as I've said. And uh, seeing as I've just given geezers a very uh, healthy plug, I might as well uh, segue into the final segment of uh, today's episode of That's the Ticket, which is other upcoming events. Uh, And I I feel like I say this often, if not every week, that uh, I'm by no means a definitive guide to all the uh, cool creative happenings in Kirikiriroa. If I tried to do that, I don't think an hour, um, well, just under an hour uh, radio slot would um, be the ticket. So uh, here's just a few things. I highly recommend, though, uh, your venues, your local theatres and stuff to um, always uh, pop on to their... um, uh, websites and check out their upcoming events sign up to their newsletter if they've got one because uh, as an audience member it's our support that uh, really keeps these venues going so in no particular order um, over at the Meteor Bold Theatre are back for 2022 with hit Kiwi musical That Bloody Woman running at the Meteor 26th of August to 3rd of September I was lucky enough to uh, catch up with a couple of um People in, from that show uh, in last week's episode, uh, the lovely Jane Leonard, who's playing uh, Kate Shepard, and uh, Nick Bray, the musical director for that production. I um, highly recommend uh, listening to the podcast of that if you missed it last week. But yes, That Bloody Woman is running at the Meteor 26th of August to 3rd of September. Tickets are available now at themeteor.co.nz. And I believe they've already sold out one, if not more, um shows for that one so if you're keen for some musical theatre and to catch that one highly recommend booking in advance Uh, that's just a general theme of that's the ticket though booking in advance Um, Hamilton Operatic Society have their new downtown musical showcase at Navarra Lounge on the first Tuesday of every month this is a relatively new um, initiative for want of a better word uh, from Hamop and uh, the first one in August uh, was a hit, and registrations are open now until the 21st of August at hamiltonoperatic.co.nz for their September um, Downtown Musicals concert, which the theme is Disney Dreams. So if you've got a Disney song that you are keen to sing in front of a live audience, then I highly recommend hopping on over and registering for that. It's a great kind of no-commitment way to uh 
perform to uh, friends and family and general public. And then on the topic of Navarra Lounge, they've always got heaps on. Seriously, check out their Facebook page. I'm not even kidding. Uh, And later this week, Luke Thompson is in with his To Be Warm This Great Winter Tour. That's coming through on Thursday the 18th of August with a 7pm start. Tickets are available now via Under the Radar. And um, I do like to stress that uh, all the kind of shows and events that I've been plugging, I will put up links to um, the stuff I've talked about up with the podcast of this episode so you don't have to feel like you have to frank, 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 frantically um, write stuff down. Uh, but I do suggest you give the That's the Ticket with Hannah Mooney uh, Facebook page a cheeky like so you can stay up to date with all the cool things and cool people that I get to talk to on the weekly. And um, that's probably about it from this geezer. No, I'm not quite old enough to be a geezer, but I do have one last track that I want to play, which is in theme uh, with the show Geezers, which is um, a bit of a classic. It's one of my sister Missy's favourite songs. Got to give the shout out. Kia ora, Missy. And it's We Were Young by Adele from her album 25. And controversial opinion, I feel like 25 is my favourite Adele album. And I know she released 30 last year and it absolutely slaps. But uh, 25, it's just got a uh, very special place in my heart. So I will catch you guys next week and enjoy some Adele. Matewa. Everybody loves the things you do From the way you talk To the way you move Everybody here is watching you Cause you feel like home You're like a dream come true But if by chance you're here alone Can I have a moment before I go Cause I've been by myself all night long Hoping you're someone I used to know You look like a movie You sound like a song My God, this reminds me Of when we were young like a movie It was just like a song I was so scared to face my fears Nobody told me that you'd be here And I swear you moved overseas That's what you said
like a movie It was just like a song When we Use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.